rise and grind, guys. Let's get this bread. Let's start this new year right with a brand new podcast episode of Everything in Potteration, where internet culture meets us, your hosts. I'm Daly, and my New Year's resolution is to get up at 5.30 a.m. every day in order to feed uh, roosters that are not yet up. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm Colin Sparley, and I'm talking to you from the Iron Paradise. Uh, you know, I just released my new Terramana Tequila. Uh, I got a new line of headphones coming out through Under Armour. Uh, they're the best sweat-resistant, water-resistant headphones. I got up at 4.30 in the morning this morning, and uh, my New Year's resolution is to rise and grind at 4 o'clock in the morning. Hit the weights every day go to work, drive through my gate and my house to get to work because nothing fucking stops me from grinding. All right, get that bread. Let's go. You know, I thought you were doing other rock, but then your voice turned into the Sean Evans. It was weird. Um, <laughs> I love uh, hi. Hey, they're both bald, okay? Exactly. That's all they need. Uh, hi, I'm the entity formerly known as Robert, but unlike the other two on this podcast, I've achieved all of my New Year's resolutions and have improved so much that I've transcended humanity. You can call me by my new name, Kyle. So hey, Kyle. You- <laughs> hey, Kyle. <laughs> he is floating above a bed of monster energy drinks. He's just a light. Right He's just a light. In yeah. the camera as we're recording this, I don't, you don't see it, but there's a 24 pack of uh, of Monster on Robert's desk right now. What flavor is it, Robert? You know, I wish I knew. <laughs> I can't name a single Monster flavor, even for improv. Mix, uh, there's, is there's mix battery. One? There's there's battery acid, and then there's like slightly sweetened battery acid. And oh, is then that the real name of it? And then there's juice. I believe it. Mixed with battery acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then some, 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 some ginseng thrown in there for extra energy. Ah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. My, ginseng. My f- very, very my nice. My favorite, favorite monster flavor is Red Bull. Daily save us. <laughs> uh, anyway, in, in case uh, our, our very intimidating New Year's goals were any indication, uh, we're talking about self-optimization today. It's, it's, uh, it's something that we all kind of resolve to do at the beginning of the year, hence New Year's resolutions. But there's, uh, there's these kings and queens on the internet 24-7 trying to be the best that they can be and sharing their wisdom with us peons um, as to how we can be better people and get up at 5:30 a.m. every day and do yoga and meditate and take a bubble bath at night to de-stress and meditate some more and there's there's a lot of advice out there um and you might might run into that there's like YouTubers like Thomas Frank and Matt Diavella and like Lavender and I'm personally a fan of Rowena Sai and her uh more I think relaxed approach to things, but I, I have, uh, I have subjected my friends to, uh, this, this hustle culture, uh, that, uh, I think a lot of us get really into at the beginning of the year. Um, but I've been into it like 24 seven, like all this last year, I was like, let's, I want to find myself. I want to, I want to establish good habits. Colin, I know you read Atomic Habits. We both read that around the same time. Uh, we did. And Atomic Habits, um, is probably like the lowest on the bullshit meter sort of like stuff that I found so far in terms of self-help. It's like very much practical. It's a lot of um, hitting the same point over and over again. I will say it's a kind of kind of repetitive, but 
all in all, like, I think there's some genuinely useful stuff in there that um, you can at least get some takeaways from. So, but so you're saying there's there's some bullshit to the self-help movement? Question Wait, mark, question mark, um, question what? mark. No, did I say that? Uh, oh, gosh, man. Uh, let me go put my crystals and essential oils away real quick. Uh, why do you why do you mean? So so self-help. Uh, it, it seems like it should be a very altruistic thing, right? Like you're you're helping yourself you're helping other people etc why why would there be any bullshit to it i didn't think there was why don't you enlighten me daily do you think there's bullshit to it well maybe there is in the sense that not all of us have you know there's that phrase that i love uh on those very inspirational instagram accounts where it's like you have the same 24 hours as beyonce what are you doing with your life and it's like i Maybe I do, but I don't have Beyonce's bank account or like I'm not married to Jay-Z. I'm not. (laughs) There's there's some other factors in there. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I hate about those posts is that, you know, like, yeah, that's how time works. I understand how time works. Like, that's a pretty basic function, but that doesn't factor in all of the other societal, educational connections you know the shit you need like beyonce wakes up i don't care when she wakes up because she's gonna have a butler make her fucking breakfast for her and i have to get up and pretend i like oatmeal you know what i mean like uh, that's it what, it, you it don't like makes no sense yeah that's that's what bothered like all those posts that were going around and then eventually got heavily memed on about like men what's keeping you from looking like this and it'll show a picture of like fucking chris evans with his shirt off uh, after training for Marvel movies, and it's like, well, guess what? I don't have a goddamn personal trainer and a Marvel movie-sized budget to pay for it all. Yeah, and also, but you can do we talk have about willpower? I mean, we yeah. all have willpower. That's the human condition, unfortunately. But can we talk about with like Chris Evans as an example? It's his literal job to look that hot. You know, like yeah. he gets paid to do that. I get paid to write stuff, so lifting weights and getting yoked is not. I mean. It'd be nice. Do I have the time for it like Chris Evans does? Not really. Yeah, there's what? definitely a lot of uh, aspirational figures like that, but it's like, let's not factor in that they're literally being paid to do this or that when they're not on the movie shoot, they're like, bruh, I just want to eat a pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to a lot of those guys are just like, yeah, no, this is this is fucking awful. I, I hate this whole like training routine. Like Kumail Nanjiani, when he, remember when he got really hot? Yeah, for his Marvel movie. You know, I, I feel like, like this is terrible. <laughs> like this, I hate doing this. We're less than fifteen minutes in and already going for the throat. <laughs> the self improvement <laughs> movement. <laughs> Dang, but but it doesn't it doesn't always have to come down to like physical health. There's also the idea of like having the mental habits of like you know getting up at a certain time every day. Whether that's fucking you had me beat, Colin. You were like four o'clock. I'm up. <laughs> I'm driving down in my Tesla. Duh, duh, duh. Uh, by the way, that's a real story. The Rock literally drove through the front gate of his fucking house because <gasps> it wouldn't open. And then the same day he got it replaced. He's like, I'm going to be late for work. I had to drive the th- truck through the front gate. It's like, must must be nice to be able to pay for that at the drop of a fucking hat. It's because he has the same 24 hours as Beyonce. And he knows that. And he values yeah. that his time. That's same how 24 he hours. Yeah. went I through. Mean, what would Beyonce do? What, what WWBD 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would Beyonce do? What would I've she do? I've got that tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> Just on my knuckles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would Beyonce do? And that's what I that's what I ask myself absolutely when I get up every day at not 4 a.m. But um that that is like uh a lot of this content other than the memeable uh Instagram content seems to be more aimed at like um the, the average person like the the Thomas Franks and Matt Diavellas of YouTube are more like you know if you got your job and school here's how to you know organize all your responsibilities and still be able to find time to work out and still be able to uh, wake up earlier to read because all of us should be reading at all times and ignoring social media yeah I actually uh watched a little bit of thomas frank robin and i did and uh i well first of all he does bring up atomic habits uh at least in the video that i watched and secondly i kind of like even though you know when i'm watching his stuff made me just feel like man i gotta get back on my shit (laughs) it was presented in a way that it didn't make me feel terrible about myself (laughs) it was just presented in a way that he's like yeah i just set a goal for myself and told myself like what i wanted to look like and that's what I went for. I'm like, okay, all right. I mean, this feels doable. What do you so think, Robert? When, when, when Daly sent us some links uh, in our prep meetings for for this uh, this thing, I I sent back like a day later. I have some thoughts. TM, TM. capital T. Uh, mm-hmm. Permission to go off. Permission granted. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Frank is an anti gamer, and I hate him. <laughs> oh shit (laughs) is there anti-gamer messaging well okay he it i will say yes because i saw a video of his called the five hour rule which tldr dedicate one hour a day five days a week to learning which that's fine that's a pretty positive message and i get it um i have a lot of problems with it but i think like the idea of it's pretty solid but his his tips for helping you carve out that hour of time every day is to eliminate low uh low yield activities or low value activities and as he's narrating that he picks up a trash can and throws away a switch pro controller (gasps) (laughs) and fucking the prince of persia blu-ray like the movie which shitty movie but it's still a video game movie so my brain disconnected right like of course everyone everyone (laughs) knows it's a low value activity get your head out of your ass thomas yeah (laughs) i'm watching this every every day for an hour just in the hour i don't care if the runtime's longer but once a day for five days a week yeah i always hate like oh you know that thing you like fuck that fuck that yeah and and that was my main issue with the video well one of my mains uh because the idea of low value activity differs from person to person and there is this weird inherent uh idea in the self-help movement that anything is like the low value things should be obvious like pop culture like video games movies right or sitting there and binging netflix and there's just this inherent assumption of if you do that it's a low value activity you're a shitty human being get right get fit get better learn now right and it's like no that's not really how it works if someone is in a place in their life where they need to binge a netflix tv show all day every day just to feel something there's something more wrong with them than just saying hey stop and, and stop do, it do workouts yeah have you, you know have you it's tried like not that's like that's the same yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing 
Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, I appreciate the message, but your messaging around it isn't just cold turkey, eliminate what I consider low value activities, because that's not the same for everyone. That's like, I mean, yeah. like, well, consider us gamers, right? I don't know. Hashtag, uh, yeah, hashtag gamers. Uh, us three, I don't think we'd ever consider eliminating video games completely from our lives f- to improve it, right? No. Because that would inherently... What's the opposite of improve? Fuck our lives. My, <laughs> yeah, that's the um I, yes. Absolutely. I think at this point my quality of life would severely drop if I cut out video games. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty heavily there's, reliant. There's, there's a big assumption um by these kinds of like YouTubers, like self improvement, self optimization YouTubers that I think um the common denominator is like productivity is everything Mm. if you're not being productive what are you doing with your life you need to start a project you need to start a business there's like a weird amount there's a weird overlap with business too Mm. um that has definitely made me a little warier of some personalities than others um but like uh, it, it it is it isn't the best messaging to give people during the pandemic where it's like what did you do with your 2020 you should have been able to do this and this and this and this and this because you had all that time off right oh god this is uh yeah that hits a really that really hits hard for me because i am definitely 100 someone even even without like a youtuber or an influencer like breathing down my neck telling me like, hey, you should be doing this, this, that, and this, and you should never spend a waking hour of your fucking life not being productive. Um, it generally does, like, put a level of anxiety in, in me, like, where I do feel like if I am doing something in the day and I, like, I spend a day and I haven't learned something, I haven't done something to, like, work towards a goal or something, like, an idea, then that day is wasted. That day is, mm. like, a bad day like i feel like shit because i didn't do anything to check something to check a box really yeah well so what i what i think it is there is that there's there should be a little bit of a benefit of the doubt right i'm a bit of an optimist and i like to assume most people are always trying their best right I, i'd like to believe that sometimes them trying their best means they're spreading messages i don't agree with but I have to commend them that in some ways they're doing the work to get their message out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Um, and when you are doing something you love, I would again, benefit of the doubt, assume you are bettering yourself to make yourself better at the thing you love. Mm. Right. So to go back to Thomas Frank's five hour, five hour rule, right. Spend an hour a day learning something. His example of what he did to learn more to be a, a good boy TM is he, I spent an hour a day reading a book about like filming and editing and like how to make better videos. And then it hit me like, well, no shit. You're, you're a YouTube, like a fucking course. <laughs> like it's your literal job. Of course you're going to learn something that helps you be better at your job. And that's when it hit me. I'd hope everyone does that, you know, like yeah. that should just be an inherent drive. Everyone should have. And I don't mean that to sound like a, if you're not driven to do that, you're not a quote unquote optimal human being. But the way he's presenting it kind of assumes like all humans are shitty and don't want to be better. Come to me and I will show you the way to be a best human, you know? Yeah. I mean, mm, especially if mm. it's it, like to be and to be fair, I haven't seen like a shitload of his videos. I've only seen like one or two. Um, But like, if it, especially if it's presented in a way 
that like I am better than you because I do these things. You know what I'm saying? It's not especially if it's not coming from a place of like, hey, I was, you know, this is some stuff that worked for me. And I'm just going to try to objectively present this information to you and you can perceive it as you will. Mm. That reminds me of, do y'all remember that era in YouTube where that guy on that ad kept coming up and he was like, hey, I'm here in my garage. There's my, my Lamborghini. Ferrari and then he, yeah, my Lamborghini, whatever, whatever car, yeah. car go my fast. Big, my, ni- my nice my car. Nice, my nice, nice car. Three, three fu- or fucking six figure car. And then over here is my bookshelf because I keep books in the garage so that they smell like gasoline. So when I read them, I can just go... <laughs> and knowledge that's some high octane reading see, right there. see what, what he doesn't show and tell you is he does that because he actually doesn't read those books he gets the smell the, the ferrari lamborghini gasoline smell or whatever because of course he buys the high grade quality gasoline and he takes those books he rips out the pages uh chops them up real real powder like and snorts them that's some so gourmet that's shit, secret. TM. Yeah. That's the secret that he was trying to teach us. It was all in that video, but we all skipped it because it was an ad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that video of uh, his name is, is Ty Lopez, and he also is kind of within this circle of like kind of like self-help guru-esque kind of person. Um, and he his approach was way more condescending than I think a lot of the other people that I, I've linked to you guys. Um and he was just kind of like knowledge get it like you need to be working on yourself and you're not because you're you're never gonna get anywhere you're never gonna have fast christ car yeah i mean it's like it's like back in the 80s and 90s where people would sell those fucking vhs tapes they're like get rich quick you pussy you will you see me sitting on this this <laughs> fucking yacht with these hot babes around my shoulder you could be like me and wear this adidas fucking sweatsuit and sit on a boat if you just do these easy five steps also this is a pyramid scheme MLM, baby. <laughs> Multi-level marketing. MLMs, they're always lurking on the edges of the self-help guru-esque oh, kind of things, too. Would would you say, then, that um, this, like, you know, like, the subtle art of giving a fuck, like, um, these books that have, you know, like, the inflammatory titles, like, The World is Fucked, Here's How to Give a Fuck About Yourself, uh, How to Make Friends and Influence People, are this, is this just the second round of like MLM, like the secret schemes. I mean, I think it varies book to book. Mm. I haven't read something like the subtle letter giving a fuck really. The, the, the biggest major self-help book I've read is like atomic habits and stuff about productivity. It hasn't really been so much like general life philosophy stuff. So I, I think it has the potential to feel MLM because, mm. you know, I was talking about this with one of my other friends because she has a good friend who's very into self-help, right? And I can respect that. You know, as, as much as it might have sounded like I'm not a big fan of the self-help movement, which I'm personally not, it doesn't really fit my lifestyle and whatever, but I, you know, there are people out there who need that sometimes. Sometimes they need a book or a guru to, you know, kind of remind them everything's going to be okay. After a year we've gone through, especially, oh, I get yeah. it, right? Uh, where it becomes worrisome is when you become a constant consumer of self-help, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you've read one book that empowers you, but then you're like, I need to chase that dragon. I need to get that feeling of being empowered again instead of 
learning the lessons that empowered you and using them to further your own personal journey, right? Now it's not as much about, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day so I can get a few more hours in my day. It's more about, I need more people to tell me to wake up at 5 a.m. just because I need that high, I guess. Mm, yeah. Mm. And I, and even then, too, it those people that constantly consume self-help books and need someone else to tell them about how to live every aspect of their life and what their philosophies are, right? They can't really, it, it almost feels like they can't think for themselves. Now, and it kind of reminds me of, I did read uh, Quiet, which was all about, you know, introverts living in an extroverted world and stuff like that. And uh, there was a part where uh, the author tells an anecdote about uh, going to this huge fucking camp about basically like breaking out of your shell and becoming more extroverted. And it was like very culty and it was led by this dude who was like major in the self-help industry. He was like fucking buku bucks rich and like wrote all these books. I can't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure he's kind of famous. Was it Tony Robinson? I think it was. I think that's exactly who it was. Like run across the coals with Oprah, Tony Robinson. Oh yeah. I think it was him. Um, but yeah, he was like leading all these exercises with this crowd and like, look to your left and talk to the person and, and smile at them and greet them and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, my God, this is just kind of terrifying. Like, you're <laughs> it's like yeah. it's it feels like you're creating robots. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to be real with y'all. So this year uh, was the first year that I haven't been in school ever in my God, life isn't it terrifying? uh it's terrifying <laughs> and um so i didn't have a lot of you know people like my classmates and contemporaries to look at and be like i'm doing the right thing right i i feel like i was sitting in a classroom and i was f like sitting far enough away from people that i wasn't able to like look over at their paper and be like i'm doing this right right am i doing this right mm -hmm. um and the paper is life Let's get deep here. Um, whoa. Whoa. Hold on. I got to take another hit of that bomb. Whoa. Pass it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Through the power of Discord. Discord new feature. Yeah. <laughs> the bong pass. Um, <laughs> but um, so so I was uh, attracted to a lot of these like self-help book-esque um, people, actual books, uh, different YouTube videos, master classes, etc. Because I was like... I do want someone to tell me like this is what you need to be doing and then once I'm doing that I can just like not worry about it but it does become a cycle doesn't it oh, yeah. it's like well yeah you have this information but you haven't read this book you haven't read this book you Holy okay sure fuck. you're like establishing this habit but is this actually the one that's going to like most optimize what you're doing it and then it, you just become more unsure of like what what am I doing with my life yeah read any um, given self-help book at least from my, my experience so far and it's like you come out of that book with like at least 10 or so more books recommended to you throughout said book <laughs> and then those yes. books recommend you like 10 or 15 more and it just never mm. fucking ends it's a web yeah, and it's, it's and i was gonna say to, to daily's point that um it both of us were i think we brought it up before but we were in the same grad program and that's how we met but uh as someone who was just in school for so god awfully long getting out of school and and just all of a sudden have that structure drop out from under you you know what i'm saying now you're left to your own devices now you're there now you have to create your own structure your own routine your own schedule and 
it's one of those things where like yeah you think you're fine doing it because you've done it for so long but then it happens and it's like <laughs> fuck nope. especially in the middle of, <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> it's also <laughs> just throw that in there for the extra difficulty yeah, exactly it's it becomes hard um and so i think that's why daily and i both especially have been looking to things like this yeah you know can i ask daily are you still in the cycle right now where are you in this the self-help cycle maybe i'm still in the cycle i i definitely i did like the whole like new year's like i'm gonna do this and this and this and this and i've been trying to stick to that and i i hope that i'm on the path where i just do that instead of like thinking of more things to add to um the structure and schedule that i've built out for myself because one of i think the most helpful classes that i did ever um it's on coursera for free shout out please sponsor us coursera and you can get 10 percent off if you uh, click on the 10 percent off of free yes yeah this, in this state <laughs> um, that just takes care of tax yes yeah. um so uh it's uh the science of well-being and it's a class taught at yale um so i felt like a smarty doing that first of all but the one of the main it was very self-helpy i guess but like the main takeaway that i took from it was that yeah you can know like the psychological principles behind like why you're procrastinating or why you put things off or why you're not satisfied with like buying things short term um etc knowing isn't half the battle unlike what gi joe taught us as children, perhaps, if you ever watch those animated uh, G.I. Joe specials. The most patriotic. It, yes. It doesn't matter that you know, like, why you're procrastinating. It doesn't matter that you know why you're not where you want to be. You just have to put in the action, put in the work, adjust yourself. Um, but I think that's that's the hardest step of like this self-help hustle is that you consume all the information, but you never go to do the action. You can plan all you want, but you never dive in. Yeah, it's something that I've kind of learned in my now I'm what, how many years out of school? Four years out of school, because, um, you know, I only did undergrad. Something that I've learned is that, you know, a lot of the self-help stuff from what I've learned through osmosis in the past four years and 50 weeks is they push motivation right like you just got to motivate yourself that's all it takes like like it's easy like you just flick a switch and there you go i'm motivated let's do this right the rocky soundtrack which you know that can motivate this is giving me fucking anxiety Um, just thinking about it here's the tough thing with motivation right is there's the short-term motivation like like literally put on the rocky soundtrack i want to run up some stairs then you do that once and you're like fuck stairs never doing it again right and that's it your motivation's over (laughs) um what's a lot harder to find and i don't think it's going to be anything you ever find in a self-help book a guru video a class it's something you have to find inside is your own motivation to just want to do it yeah and you can't just will yourself to be like I'm going to be a CEO and then it just happens, you know, like you can't just say it. You have to truly feel it. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, the goals that you want to fulfill will just kind of come to you. You can't just force it and assume I'm going to get a Lambo. 
Like, that's I'm just going to think gonna about happen. it real hard and it will happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me, you know, I've, I, let's get a little personal. I've been pretty out of shape for most of my life. Right. And recently I've been starting to lose weight, like two, three months now I've been losing weight and it had like, sure. I could have done this four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Right. But obviously the motivation wasn't there. And, you know, I thought about it before. Should I lose weight? I don't know. But now I'm in a place where it's like, it's easy almost. It's just kind of like natural. Mm. Like that's the thing I want to do. So I'm just going to do it, mm. you know? Yeah, and and to kind of play off of that, that that's the biggest takeaway from all this self help shit is just like you got to go in knowing that like it's it's okay if you find a self help thing that that works for you. I'm not saying that all self help is bad. Some of it is really good. Like Atomic Habits, I actually there was some some nuggets of information in there that I actually do apply uh, to the way I handle certain things. And good yeah, shit. it is. Um, and I think the biggest takeaway there is like. Setting goals is great, but it's fucking pointless if you're not setting up the steps to get there. And that's what's going to make them happen is like you got to chew off one small bite at a time, like even the smallest of steps, even if you have to start the smallest of smallest of steps, just something that you can do every day until you feel comfortable enough to move on to that next little bite. Make your bed. Yeah. Do it. Something super simple. Yeah, make your bed right now. You can do you it. can hear us. Go. Make your bed. Do it. Go, Go make your fucking bed Go and make get, your bed. listen. After you listen to this podcast, or maybe actually it would be perfect while you're listening to this podcast. Go take care of that laundry chair that I know is sitting in your room right now. There's a lot. Everyone's got that Everyone laundry has chair. A fucking, listen, I just so happened to have this put away as of yesterday. My laundry chair. I had a laundry chair. Yay, just yesterday. Progress. And it's it's gone. Okay. Also. Pro tip, don't get a laundry basket to put your clean clothes in because that makes you do laundry chair and it makes you have to fucking put it away or else it's just going to look, look so like a laundry chair. <laughs> instead, burn your clothes after you're done yeah. wearing. Just, just burn. Always Listen, buy just clothes. wear the same three outfits. Just rotate them. You're going to go through laundry detergent quicker, never, but fuck it. I mean, never wash that, it. Is a, that is a bastion of um, <laughs> the, the self-help industry is that, uh, you know, copying what, what the most successful CEOs do. And one of those things is, you know, Steve Jobs, he wore his one outfit every day. Yeah. Look where that got him. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck self-expression, you guys. Just wear the same thing every day. Get that turtleneck, dad shoes, dad jeans. Are we going to... Is, is Round this a, glasses. Well, is this a good time to shift over to talking about Matt D- Diavella? Oh, I thought we were going to start talking about Marie Kondo there for a second. Marie Kondo. Okay, Marie. she does not deserve the shit that she gets, and maybe that'll come up, maybe it won't. But I'm here to fight. For I've Marie never read her books. So I can't. I'll fight for Kondo. Kondo's great. Bitch. Okay. But let's let rag on Matt Diavella or praise him. I don't know which one you wanted to do, Robert. Daily, what do you think? Um, I don't think that he vibes with your vibes is what I think. <laughs> I I like his presentation. He's uh, a lot funnier than I thought. I, I watched yeah. his, his video. I think it's the one that he like pins on his YouTube channel and it's the one about being a minimalist. Mm, and I remember mm, mm. like, if you haven't seen the video, the first like minute or two is like, who the fuck is this asshole? He's like, I woke up at 5 a.m. I only have one bowl in my kitchen because as a minimalist, that's all I need <laughs> and awful. shit like that. And, and I was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. And then partway through it, he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not that much of an asshole. And I'm like, okay, all right, you got me. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I didn't me. watch this. You, you got okay. me. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I've, you know, and I'm, I'm a fan of the minimalism movement. I, I guess I don't like 
practice it as hardcore as some other minimalists. But, you know, I, I do think Marie, Maria Kondo has a good vibe of, you know, keep things that bring you joy. If it doesn't, doesn't bring you joy, joy, throw it out. Otherwise, you're going to become a hoarder. I think that's yes. just practical and useful. Um, what I, I, I just I feel like Matt Diavello is a little bit like new agey hippie. Because he, he brings on that New York Times bestseller a lot. Um, what's his name? McCowan? Uh, Greg McEwen? McCowan? Yes. I uh, believe that's right. I've heard that name. Yeah. Greg. Yeah, definitely that, Greg. That, <laughs> Greg. Yeah. He, he wrote that Greg, book uh, about Greg, essentialism, Greg. which maybe is how you know of him, Colin. And essentialism is basically uh, minimalism. Just, you know, care about the things that are important to you. Right. And. All the bits I've seen of Matt's interview with him, I'm like, you know, I respect you. You're a New York Times bestseller. I mean, that's not that hard to do apparently nowadays, but like still cool. Good for you. Uh, and he says stuff like when you when you choose to do something, you're saying no to other things. And when you think of it that way, you'll understand what's more important in your life. You know, what's what's the most essential things in your life. And I can't help but think like, yeah, that's how like time and space like when you do something, you're saying no to like a million other things because you're doing that right. Like, duh, that's you a know? lot of self-help. That's a lot of fucking self-help. And, it, and it, it, there yeah. are legitimately people out there that think information like this is fucking revelatory. <laughs> and I mean, there's there's people who uh, at that time in their life, it might be um Maybe maybe we're talking from places of privilege to say that, like, I mean, oh, yeah, that's basic. Yeah, I guess just what rubbed me the wrong way with the interviews, because they were both talking about it. Like, I think I remember they were talking from in terms of like, like Greg, he, he was setting it up. Like, if you have a kid, like you'll you'll understand what's important in your life. And I'm like, well, no shit. Like if a parent has a child and can't decide between, I don't know, like going out bar hopping versus taking care of their baby. That's the Darwin effect, baby. That, that's, <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just stupidity. You're going to have to make that decision. You can't yeah. take the baby with you. I've tried. Yeah. They don't like it. <laughs> oh, have you tried? <laughs> no, I have not. I, I, I mean, okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the layman in this situation. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, so, to play the, the scenario in which... So say, say you're someone who... You know, you live in a small town or maybe you just graduated high school or you're someone who only has a, like a high school diploma. Right. Maybe you don't have like you didn't get to go out of your way to get a higher education. You're not like the most educated, but you work a trade job. You make decent money or whatever you do your thing. But maybe you're just, you know, you like motivation. And so you've been looking to self help to get you help. Right. And so some of those things, you know, like some people just straight up aren't exposed to like philosophies like this you know what i'm saying maybe they maybe they mm -hmm. know it in some sense in their head but maybe it just isn't put so succinctly to them before then you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. so to, to play devil's advocate at, at least people are getting this this information and, and they're learning about it even if even if they may have known it in some way before and it's it's prescient in their mind you know it's there mm. so yeah to that point a lot of the stuff that people like Matt Diavella or even like Lavender, who's like the more like aesthetic version of it, or Jocko Williams, the Marine that's like, wake up every day at 5 a.m. because what are you doing with your life? Um, they, they borrow a lot of their philosophy from like the Stoics, which 
if you ever had to take like a classics class in I I don't think it would be high school. I think it would be, you know, an undergrad college. education, college, etc. Right. Um to like learn about like Marcus Aurelius's meditations, which was literally just like his diary and a lot of his thoughts about, you know, like just persevering through things and being kind of minimalist back in the day. It's all ancient philosophy. So a lot of the stuff that these people are giving other people are not new. I think it's just newly packaged yeah. to fit in with our world now. Yeah. I So I think that, yeah, there's a lot of these um, tips. I mean, I consider them like a no-duh, right? Yeah. But I'm also like a workaholic. So I think I might have just kind of... Yeah, Internalized the, it? Yeah, just like on my own. It's like yeah. I kind of figured okay i get i know when i'm motivated i know what motivates me i know when i'm in a, a moment of motivation that's the moment to strike while the iron's hot and all that etc yeah. right like that stuff i'm kind of struggling to put into words right now because that's just to me like muscle memory i guess yeah. mm -hmm. um but colin i do respect that idea that there are people who don't have this right like people who don't live to be workaholics or are motivated to do it right, right? my worry with with them is if they go out and seek this self-help stuff to learn how do I be motivated, right? Yeah. It's it's good to do that, but you have to be very careful mm -hmm. because it can also make you constantly feel like a piece of shit. Yes, absolutely. Right? There's, to, there it is. There, there's the tip. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the philosophical morality of all this shit. Because, like, take Greg McCown, for example, right? His idea of if you're doing one thing, you are saying no to a million other things. That is the first step on the road to hell. Because then you can be like, okay, I just worked, like, let's take Colin's example. I just worked nine to five in the factory, commuted home. I'm so tired. I'm going to, like, you know, heat up a frozen dinner and then chill on the couch because I just, ah, oh, man, I need a break. I just need to watch the, the, I was going to say The Bachelor. I don't know. Sure. The Bachelor. I don't know, the Queen's Gambit, whatever's hot on Netflix. Yeah. I'm just going to chill. Mm -hmm. But then wait a minute. I'm saying no to taking a night class. I'm saying no to working out. I'm saying no to eating healthier, right? Like mm -hmm. once you start thinking of it in all of those terms constantly, you are thinking of this idealized version of yourself that you think you are now and think you are failing. Just by thinking that way, you think you are constantly failing. Mm -hmm. And that just sends you in a spiral. And that's not great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the unfortunate thing too is it like if if the the theoretical person we're talking about in this situation it's it's all about like the the person that they find and latch onto and how that information is presented obviously like people everyone needs to be motivated in different ways right like everyone has that person that they you know that they um they like the way that they present themselves that like this is i want to be like that person is basically what i'm getting like getting at right or like i like yeah. this person's ideas i want to be like the rock i want to shave my head right Yep. And and so I would hope that they find someone that they they genuinely latch on to and they don't find some someone who it's it's like a it's like a um an abusive relationship but but like obviously it's not a real relationship like well, I don't even know what you would call that like it's like uh it's some sort of unhealthy indirect relationship but yeah codependent what like what I don't know I mean 
it'd be like you've you've set goals that you know you can't achieve mm-hmm. but you you're still try yourself anyway. up well, to fail well, yeah yeah that's better because the way i said it sounds shitty because i think you should always strive for goals that you can't do because i mean that's what makes you a better person shoot for yeah. the moon you'll land among yeah, the stars exactly. and i actually yeah, subscribe to that you, philosophy you, so right and i do too that's why i work all the time but also like you can't at the first sign of, of uh, failure, you can't just say, well, I'm a shitty human being. I can never I can't try this again. I can't right. better myself. Like, no, when you fail, treat that as a learning moment. It's going to suck. Like, let's be clear. The, the people who think failure is just a learning moment. Fuck off. Failure sucks. It hurts to fail. Yeah. and It's really sad. Mm. But then you have to at least persevere long enough to know the light at the end of the tunnel is. I have to do everything I can to not fail in the same way again. I might fail again, but hopefully it's for a different reason so I can learn the next thing to not do, you know? And I wanted to say uh, to Daly's earlier point, uh, yes, these philosophies that we've been talking about actually have been around for a long time, but I think it's actually is like really important that we do have people that know how to repackage this information um, that's important. And present it in in more layman's terms right make it accessible um Mm. and you know and to be fair i will say that the three of us i mean i think we're fairly productive people compared to like you know the the average person you know um even though we talk about how much like we feel like we need to more be more productive um, we could be more productive though yeah that's we could, all, but, we could like, be we making already, uh, six podcasts on, on top of everything else we do we could be doing more though we could do five podcasts a week that's it let's and, change it up and we Daily. could be doing you know i don't know comedy skits for our youtube channel um and everything else to, to give you guys even more content subscribe to patreon um we don't have a patreon yet but uh yeah but that's my point is like so even us you know we we, we look to these sort of things and you know i would say like we're probably starting at a at a, at a high this is going to sound shitty but we're starting at a higher like kind of baseline level than some other people would be, you know. And so like even more so those people le- need a little bit more like guiding from the start maybe. Mm. So I'm I'm going to I do have an issue with that too, personally. Uh because I'm I'm very like a live and let live person. So the way I see it is if you are the kind of person that is totally fine going to your your shift your hourly job coming home chilling with the significant other playing games watching tv and like that's that's the cozy life for you and you are happy don't for a second feel like you need to be better be best i have to learn how to be steve jobs like that that's not a lifestyle for you then and that's fine you know like exactly not not everyone needs to be this optimal working machine and be the next Beyonce, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think that's why this is kind of a difficult conversation because it can come across as like it's one person is inferior and this other person is superior. Right. Like, like yeah, that that's where my I, I guess uh, I've started to look more critically at these messages because it's right. like, what if I just want to chill like i i can't say that i was like super productive in 2020 when i I have always prided myself on being a productive person i had the time i've i've been in a privileged place where like i don't really have to worry about money or you know like time i have all the time i want i can do what i want 
but I haven't done a lot this year. And I felt really bad about that. And I think a lot of the stuff that I've been consuming in terms of like the self-development, self-optimization videos of, you know, Thomas Frank and Lavender and Matt Diavella has made me feel bad, like made me feel shamed about that. And I don't like it. I don't want that um, for myself. I don't want that for other people who might be going through hard times or just don't have enough time to put yet another thing on top of their already filled plate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I hope that my advice here can help you too daily, but also anyone else who's struggling with this is it's good to get into self-help to understand, you know, quote unquote, how to optimize yourself, how to be better, right? Like there, there are a lot of good working techniques out there that you can learn that are good guidelines, like the Pomodoro technique. Are you too familiar with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colin, did you say no? I said no. Yeah. Uh, work for 25 minutes, five minute break, 25 minute work, five minute break. Do that cycle like four times and take a lunch. Tomatotimer.com. I, that's yeah. what I use. And, Interesting. you know, when I learned about that, I was like, that's cool. That's super useful. I want to use that. I've still never used it. And I've known about it for like a fucking year. It just clearly doesn't jive with the way I work. And you know what? That's okay. You know, because everyone works differently and feels differently. And again, I uh, optimist and benefit of the doubt, etc. I do truly believe every human, if they're not motivated to be better it's because they haven't found the thing that wants them to be that wants to make that that makes them want to be better mm. you know they haven't found that dream project that career that makes sense you know or maybe they're just not the kind of person who needs that and the thing that makes them better is they found love in another person and that's all that like as long as i can make that person happy that's all i need right it's it it doesn't have to mean you need to be a multi-platinum Grammy award-winning person. It doesn't mean you need to be the CEO of the next Facebook. It doesn't mean you need to own a Lamborghini to be happy, you know? Yeah. That's what I yeah. mean what that's what all this boils down to. Just live a life that 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 makes you happy and if you're in a place where you feel like you're not there yet, then figure out what you can do to 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 change that to put you in a place that will be happy. And it might seem difficult, but just break it down you know into small steps right baby steps even the smallest thing maybe even make it the smallest thing you can do even if it's just a matter of like i don't know like for for like for me like i'm i'm i want to develop a game eventually and so one of the things i've been trying to do is like i just open unity every day like the the Mm -hmm. game engine i just click it and open it that's all i do i don't do anything in it i just open it because i know it's there and eventually it just puts it in your mind that like that's there and like next steps are there when I want to take it. Right. So mm. that's just an example. But like at the end of the day, it's it's whatever makes you happy. Um, and uh, there, there's resources there to help, you know, some not as so as good as others as we've been talking about, but there's they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, I appreciate. Um, and one of the YouTubers that we've continually mentioned, but not really uh, talked a lot about on uh, Lavender, she um, is kind of like her niche was like producing this um, this workbook called like Artist of Life. And it's like you journal in it to figure out like, what do you want to do? Like, what's your ideal self? Like, what kind of routine do you want to have? Like, where do you see yourself in five years? That kind of thing. And I only recently watched... Um, 
I've been watching her content for a while, but I only recently watched like the video of her talking about how that kind of came to be a product of like a decade of just feeling like super lost and trying mm-hmm. a ton of different things that didn't work and having this career and then this career and she was a singer and then she was a promoter and then she traveled a bit and then, you know, just trying to figure out what she wanted to do. And I think that that kind of messiness is important to also represent in like the self-help space because I I see a lot of like, like Thomas Frank's setup is nice. It's uh, I like his aesthetic. I like his uh, routine that he has for himself. He looks like just the optimal human being sometimes. And it's like, he's, wow, he, I told that's Robert, not what like, I look this, like. This guy's too pretty. <laughs> he's too pretty. Yeah, he's, he's got, too pretty. You know, Matt Diavella's got his beautiful LA apartment all set up, God. minimalist and nice, and there's never any mess anywhere. But I think it's important to show that mess and show that failure because this is it's a journey. It's not a I, I think what self help preaches a lot is the destination yeah. of like, here I am, you know, a specimen of a human, yeah, rocking like a hurricane, a specimen of a human being, having worked out every day for a year, having meditated every day for a year, having done whatever. Whereas like, no, I want to see like the journey, like the, the days that you couldn't get up at 5am, the days that, you know, the weeks that you, you know, totally ignored what you were working on. Yeah. Cheap meals turn into cheap months. Yeah, really. (laughs) And things like that. I will say though, I do want to rant a little bit um, about do it. Lavender. Do it. Um, yeah, because the video that I watched about Lavender kind of veered into that goop level pseudo pseudoscience type shit, where it was like, you know, uh, everything has its own vibration and like vibration level, and you know, sometimes you know you want to just put yourself around good people that have good vibrations. And, you know, these crystals have certain levels of vibrations that can even you out and essential oils and eating certain foods. And the way the information was presented was like. It could easily veer into the whole like I subscribe to the pseudoscience thing and it can veer into unhealthy to somebody who is susceptible to that sort of thing. Mm, Like this rose quartz is supposed to help me get my life together. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where either someone could like rely on that stuff or they start opting for that instead of science. And I, it did kind of bother me that she kept bringing up like, you know, this is like similar to science and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like eating healthy, no duh, that's going to get like, make you feel better. Like being around people that make you feel good. Obviously that's going to make you feel better. Like it's like information, like, you know, obvious thing is obvious sort of like ideas and, she kept bringing up science and, and she brought up crystals and essential oils. And I'm just like, this could be a dangerous rabbit hole for someone because this yeah, could veer into like, I'm not going to be... seek out medical care. Instead, I'm going to rely on essential oils. Is oh, how I it. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It, or like Scientology, like, don't worry, God will save me <laughs> instead, instead of, you know, getting cancer treatment. You don't need to be a Scientologist to believe that. I'll tell you that mm. much. But, oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, essential I oils like, could be its whole episode. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I like Lavender's energy. I think she is very vibrant and peppy. I think that's great, right? And and I do respect her a little more, like knowing like what Daly was saying about how she kind of explained her journey, right? Um, vibrations, though. I'm just, I, you know, I can't, like, does that just mean if I 
play God of War and like let the DualShock vibrate all over? Am I going to be a better per like, you know, yeah, you're, you're going to vibrate at 48 hertz, Robert. You know, it's it, vibrations I've never been a big fan of. And I actually looked into like, what's the real science here? And the closest I could find is some psychologists and neuroscientists looking into like the vibrations of the gamma and beta waves in our brains and what vibrations lead to like consciousness and self-awareness, but nothing like the way our atoms vibe. like, look, the flash beloved DC character, he can control <laughs> the vibration of his molecules to phase through walls. And that makes more sense than this. That does. Then like this crystal has good vibes use this crystal <laughs> yeah if if you create a shirt made out of rose quartz and wear it all the time you'll you, be you'll vibe better you'll be I'm a fashion saying, goddess i mean i would <laughs> first just make of a shirt. all I, i'm more likely to make a shirt out of mithril and that's not even real <laughs> that could protect it's a, me it's a myth oh i get it <laughs> do, you, do you see what i did there yeah yeah I, yeah I do want to turn us though to that that New Yorker article that you sent us daily, yes. uh, improving your improving ourselves to death by Alexandra Schwartz. Mm hmm. Uh, that that was a good read, especially. Um, I liked that it actually gave examples of like psychologists that tried to follow some of these, you know, life changing, purportedly life changing routines and habits. And like, I'm going to do this every day. And in the end, there was like this moment of like, I've done this for a year and I've just been thinking about myself and like no one else for a year. And that's mm. fucked some shit up. And mm -hmm. I think that's mm -hmm. something that I think one should keep in mind when pursuing like the self-optimization hustle is that like you know we we are social creatures we have relationships for reasons evolutionarily and like you're you're gonna be happier probably if you're not constantly in your own little bubble inside your head um because that can lead to some cyclical overthinking and it sucks um talk to other people hang out with other people highly yeah, recommend <laughs> exactly and and on your self if you decide to pursue some sort of health self-help journey potentially with that can come a lot of anxiety right like a lot of realizing like or maybe even negative thoughts about you know this kind of fault in yourself or this this sort of flaw right and that's it's a lot of like overthinking on yourself and what other people that could turn into like what other people think of you and it's just really dangerous in that way. Um, and so it's and also you're at risk of like being so in your own head and so all about yourself that that could actually your your relationships with other people could suffer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or you could become that self-help asshole that's so all about themselves and take care of taking care of themselves. Yeah. Have you tried and meditation? Not, no, now you're that guy that gives unsolicited advice to everyone they fucking know. And you're like, dude, just shut the fuck up, please. Yo, you do CrossFit? <laughs> Bro, you guys do crossfit oh we haven't even talked about <laughs> crossfit uh no what I, what I do like in that new yorker article is uh schwartz she uh she quotes will will bar or will store not will bar uh, <laughs> not, not are the, we going uh, to the not, bar or the store no not the, the defunct, ag uh, william bar yeah the ag yeah no uh will store who's this british journalist who like did a deep deep dive into all of this self-help stuff right and you know, he pointed out it's a conclusion we've all come to here. You know, the idea of 
when you aspire too much, you set yourself up for failure and that failure mm. makes you feel bad and then you just don't want to do anything ever. But on the flip side, he's also not a big fan of the American pursuit of happiness because that takes the other side to its own logical extreme where essentially you're chasing the next dragon, you're chasing the next like, I'm happy now, but I need to pursue, there's an even happier me on the other side mm. i just need to get to that and then when you get to that one it's like no but there's even there's an even happier me later right never and be satisfied is, yeah grass is greener yeah. never yeah, never I, be content and, and you know that I, I like that idea stay hungry you know m&m whatever but even you, there has to yeah eat a skittle there has to be a point where you just kind of just be content with where you are you know just like like take a chill like base camp set a chill moment and just Take it all in and see where you are. But then that it's, means saying no to being even better. Yeah, well, maybe what's even better is taking care of your mental health. You know, it's it's like the name of the show. Everything in moderation, y'all. Don't set yourself up for failure, but don't reserve yourself to never trying. And, you know, I know that's hard. That's a lot of conflicting messages. But you know what? The real answer is somewhere in the middle there. Life is fucking complicated. All right. That's, right. That's what it boils down to. And um, do what feels good. Do what feels good. Masturbate. Got it. OK. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> do, BRB, do boys. All right. And, and sometimes you have to do things to that, that don't feel good to get back to feeling good or or work up to feeling good. But, mm -hmm. you know, do what feels good. Yeah. It, yeah, there's a lot of advice out there. There's a lot of yeah. information. I think maybe there I say the best advice is just think for yourself about said advice. Absolutely. <laughs> um, because just because it's in New York Times bestseller, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, or, you know, because Ty Lopez was in his garage and he has a Lamborghini, so he must know what he's talking about. Um, that kind of thing just because it's coming from sources that are successful everyone's successful in different ways we can't all be beyonce we can't all be bezos um unless we all come together to take him down um I, or I think we bezos, all start i'll start our own amazon wait. let's do it let's each of us start our own amazons because that's yeah. that's honestly like sometimes that's almost what it seems to be suggesting like some of these like very business-minded like hustle self-improvement it's like you need to become the next ceo of big business what that big business is i don't know but yeah it's like, it's like those <laughs> yeah. people that say like fucking uh bill gates zuckerberg they dropped out of college and so did Apple guy whose name, why am I forgetting his goddamn Steve Jobs? Ooh, let's wait. There you go. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Yeah. You know, they all dropped out of college and became uber rich and billionaires and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so that obviously if I do that, that'll work just fine. Am I Ivy right, guys? League schools. Yeah. Am I right? I'm going to create Microsoft 2. Microsoft 2 coming soon. Um, Microsoft 2. Microsofter. Yeah. And by the way, Jeff Bezos is like the probably the biggest extreme of what we were just talking about with like the grass is greener philosophy. It's like, yeah, I'm not happy, though. I need more because mm. he is a mm. real life dragon sitting on a fucking pile of gold. Right. Let's not be dragons. Yeah. That's I, I want that going to be smoke. my smoke. <laughs> I, I do have one one last tip 
for everyone here to consider when you're reading Just a self-help tip. book, watching a video. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty common to see shit like, uh, all these five tips improve my productivity. These six tips, you know, made my life better. These seven tips help me wake up early in the morning, right? There's always a secret eighth tip that they're not saying, and it's that they're monetizing these tips. That is what's getting them to be money, money. So that's that's what contributes to their success, you know? So it's great that they're preaching these nice words, but keep in mind, the reason they're taking these uh, ideas and repackaging them in different ways so you can keep reading and watching the videos is so they can make money, which, yep. you know, that's, that's fine. You know, everyone's got to hustle and make their own, make their own stuff work, but I've never run into a self-help book or anything. And I could probably dig in and find someone who does this, but I've never run into anyone who's been so candid about my, my self-help stuff is making me money. That's how I'm hustling. But you will need to figure out something different. And mm. I hope these tips help you figure out that different thing. Yeah. And it's because they're likely a, a an extrovert who has basically weaponized being able to say things with confidence. Um, just just being able to be uber confident in themselves. And sometimes if it's a, a facade. Sometimes like sometimes it maybe it's not, you know, maybe they truly were to get where they got and they got fucking rich doing it. But like, you know, I mean, those people are also dangerous for various reasons. Um, and it, that that gets into the whole conversation of faking it till you make it, you know, um, and just, you know, if, if you can fucking say it with confidence, there's people out there that'll believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone has your best interests at heart, even if they think even if, you know, I don't want to accuse, you know, like Thomas Frank and Matt Diavella and Lavender of like being like, haha, these losers will buy anything like maybe they absolutely 100 percent believe that what they're telling you is going to change your life for the better. But you have to know that you you have to find what is actually going to change your life for the better. Because you're the person that knows yourself the best. Right. You I mean, are your best self-help resource. Oh, exactly. oh, that's the wrap, guys. Thanks for listening. Um. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, no matter what you do with your life, at the end of the day, you are the person you're coming home to. You're the person that you have to live with for the entirety of your life. So. Yeah. So be nice to yourself. Yeah. I, that'll be my self-help regimen. Yeah. Just be nice to yourself. Take it easy on yourself. You're your own biggest critic, invariably, unless there's like a gremlin that's like, fuck you constantly. And in that case, buy a gremlin swatter from Amazon because surely Amazon has one. Don't forget after midnight. Okay, now I got to Google this gremlin swatter. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) on our next episode, we will be talking about um, the gremlins that just live and shit on people constantly um, in your houses and how to uh, best be rid of them um, in a humane way. Uh, thanks. Guns. Guns. Guns is the most. It's just humane to put them out of their misery. <laughs> where uh, they're making you miserable because they're miserable. Exactly. Uh, I, there is there is one last point I wanted to make. Uh, yeah. Well, it's because it sounds like we're wrapping up. Um, but like. This past year, tw- that w- the year that was 2020 and it will go down in infamy is probably one of the worst years in modern history. Um, Knock on wood. If not so worst. that there's not Knock a worse wood. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
as someone who you know it was it was a tough year for me as it was a lot of people um and it's okay if you weren't necessarily productive especially during a pandemic i wasn't as productive as i wanted to be i talked about it a lot and a lot of people were like dude it's okay like everyone is going through shit right now and if you're one of those people that were like fuck i have all this free time but god damn it i I just don't feel like doing anything i don't feel like getting out of bed i don't feel like being productive i'd rather just sit here or watch netflix or just do whatever that's okay because all of us are in crisis mode still are you know what i'm saying like it's it's a lot to deal with right now there's a lot to stress out about i mean i can't tell you how many times like full disclosure i stressed about money this past year i'm still stressing about money and it's always it's probably always going to be a stress for a long time and so we feel for you you know what i'm saying so stressing out like oh i have so many bucks i don't know what to spend it on anymore. yeah that I'm was so Tom's problem. Yeah, actually this whole time guys we've been you can't see us on the video but we're actually like just stacks upon stacks upon stacks upon stacks of money beyond us racks on racks on racks that's why he had to get rid of the laundry chair to make more room for money <laughs> you mean mm-hmm. my laundering chair <laughs> oh. money laundering <laughs> please don't arrest us yeah but uh i hope that this year you accomplish what you want to and if you don't that's okay forgive yourself like i said be nice to yourself because who else is gonna we will we like you thank you for listening to everything in Potteration. You can find us here on whatever you're listening to, meaning YouTube or Anchor or uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify even. Uh, Hope that we appear in someone's wrapped one day. That would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's my goal. That's That's, my my New Year's resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Someone. Maybe myself. Probably David Portnov, if anybody. Shout out to David David Portnov. Shout out, David. You're fucking... You're real. You're real, man. Hell yeah. That guy is dropping, like, books worth of comments, and they're so great. Makes me so happy every time. It is. It it does. So keep doing your thing, David. We appreciate you. Yeah. David knows where to find us on YouTube at (laughs) Everything in Pod and um, on Twitter at Everything in Pod pod versus YouTube Everything in Poderation. You know. you know, I feel it's like it's the, the doobly do. It's down yeah, there. it's the doobly like, do's like down that there. Band, I feel like that band that's just starting out, and you're just like playing a show, and you're playing to like one or two people. And like, yeah, I'd like to thank Josh for coming out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. If there's a Josh out there, I hope yeah. that you're like, whoa, cool. <laughs> they know me. Um, I totally haven't played a show to only one person or anything. Totally not. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll con- you'll continue to hear us here in the new year, 2021, y'all. Let's go. Let's get this bread. Let's rise and grind. Let's go, kings. And also shout out to all the people that have sourdough starters still. <laughs> <laughs>